Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. CBS Wednesday. We have so many cool, diverse people from different backgrounds, different beliefs, different upbringings, and it just keeps growing. Citizen of the United States. I'm a hustler. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. I'm the queen of the tribe. I am playing whatever role I gotta play. I'm gonna play this game for speed. I ain't going down like no punk. A new survivor Wednesday on CBS and streaming on Paramount Plus. to be a big 2024 for the U.S. men's national team. Here's a look at some of the notable upcoming matches. We've got the Nations League semifinal between Jamaica on March 21st and then of course the Copa America group stage matches uh, starting this summer between Bolivia, Panama and Uruguay. Now coming up on January 20th, the U.S. men's national team are gearing up for a friendly against Slovenia that'll take place in San Antonio, Texas. And just a reminder, this is not a, a, a FIFA international break. So we talked about it a little bit yesterday on the show. We're kind of expecting this to be a very MLS youth, youth, heavy, youth, youth heavy roster. And so yesterday we hit on a few names that we would like to see in the mix in Diego Luna and Dewan Jones. Uh, but you spoke to Jesse Marsh yes. on Call It What You Want, and uh, he offered his take on who he would like to see in the mix. Here it is. So, boys, one player each. Who, who do you want to see included in this and why, Jesse Marsh? Who is your player? Miles Robinson. Oh, he loves Miles Robinson. I think I can number I one fan. I think you got Miles Robinson pajamas. That's what I think I do. you have, Jesse. I would. If you, if you have them, send them over. Size medium. <laughs> Size medium. <laughs> no, I, I think he's an important player for the future of the national team. And this is the category one that I had just spoken about. You need, you need him now to come in with the idea. If I'm Burhalter, I'm saying you're the captain. You're the captain for this camp, and you need to act like it. You need to learn how to lead the national team. You need to set the standard for how we train every day, how we work, how we talk, how we think. And you've got to now make sure that you're establishing yourself as one of the most important players moving forward. Jesse yeah. Martin just hanging just out at the Tiki Bar. That's his, his friend. Margarita was going to yeah. come up out of the like, chair. I was waiting for that as well. No, it's, his, come it's his friend's, it's his friend's Tiki Bar. Um, it friend, was a Tiki Bar. His friend's name is Kunu. Wait, uh, stop. It is not. <laughs> it's not. Oh, my God. Put it on. I was like, you should oh, stop you, it right now. It said no Fuman. So I know that it's, it's either. If you, saw, if you saw forgetting about Sarah, Mar Sarah Martin. I know, no, Kunu. Kunu. My name is, my real name's Chuck. 
They yeah. call me Kunu. <laughs> but Paul he, Rudd. No, it was a restaurant, right. one of his friend's restaurants. He's in Mexico, okay. obviously. You that makes the, more sense. Hey, the, the sunburn on the face. Yeah. He's getting the tan. Anywho, but, uh, yeah. you can catch the full episode tonight on you the can. Galazzo Network, 8 p.m. Well, uh, you, you don't want to miss that. Jesse Marshall order tacos. <laughs> Wow, the podcast is happening. That was so good. I, you know, it, it brought me back to my honeymoon. I was in Mexico uh, for the honeymoon. Uh, I was like, oh, man. But was it that warm? Uh, no. <laughs> Didn't have the, the best weather, but that's neither here nor there. Um, okay, let's, uh, let's, let's chat about Miles Robinson. Do we agree with Jesse and that this is a name that we would like to see? In the mix? Absolutely. Yes, he's in MLS, so yeah. he better be there. Yeah. And and he better be the leader, the vocal leader, the captain, the one who's kind of setting the level for everybody else who's getting a taste of it, because it's going to be largely youth Do you see him as a captain? Um, Does he have that yeah, pedigree? Yeah, has, has Jesse he, worked he, with him? He has the pedigree Okay. To, to be a captain, especially in a January camp, because let's look at the center back depth pool for the, the first team. You have Chris Richards, you have Tim Ream. I think Miles Robinson and Chris Richards have, have been incredible together, mm -hmm. a fantastic partnership. They read the game well. Um, I think Miles has a little bit more pace than Chris Richards. I think Chris Richards is better with the ball at his feet. So they do complement each other well. Uh, I, I Where do you place Mark McKenzie on that one? Still, still, he still needs to, love Mark I think. McKenzie. Yeah. I'm an Austin Trusty guy, but I wasn't going to bring it up. I, I think Cameron Carter Vickers, <laughs> he's behind Cameron Carter Vickers, and I think my. Mark McKenzie is a player who needs to gain a little bit more confidence in knowing what he needs to do when he gets the ball at his feet because in possession is where you start to see him thinking too much when he gets with the first team. I'm, too, I'm intrigued why um, Jesse seems so like invested in him. To, feels like he knows him personally. Why does he feel that he can be this leader, this captain, when he's kind of never really worked with him? So I'm, I'm intrigued well, why it, Jesse feels that you, way. You, you just said for this January camp group because yeah. it's going to be a lot of young players who could play in the Olympics, for instance, because look at the MLS talent pool for US, US players. It's most of the guys who are playing are in Europe. So in terms of the player pools that you can put, pick out of for the US men's national team in a January camp, it's gonna be a, a lot of younger players. Diego Luna. Um, I, I'd like to see a Noah Allen, for instance, who I think has a lot of potential with I want to stay on the center back conversation for a second because leading up to the World Cup, the pairing of Miles Robinson and Walker Zimmerman on that back line was really, really good and, and paying a lot of dividends. And I know Walker's been sort of injured and not part of the most recent U.S. men's national team camps. Do we see potentially Walker coming back and them trying to reinstate that pairing because it did look so good when it was working before Miles Robinson went down with the Achilles injury. I mean, it, for a January camp, why not? Why not? But at the same time, if you're looking to build for the future, Walker Zimmerman's not, in my mind, a part of that plan. So is he, he's not. No, I, I, you, I, you have like Jalen Neal, who mm -hmm. we saw a little bit of, had an injury. So Miles Robinson partnered with a Jalen Neal. That that makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, you have a, you have a player like Dewan Jones, who I think is is we another player who, who can yeah. be influential on this team. I agree with you in in Miles Robinson and uh, Chris Richards. I think for me that that's what you go for the future. Because I know some I know got friends at Crystal Palace. Mm -hmm. They highly rate him at Crystal Palace. Yeah. He's playing centre midfield right now currently because he has the ability, but he's a centre-back first, and that's where they see him. Football intelligence, ability to read the game, 
That is the future centre-back for the US right now. And he's getting great experience playing in the Premier League. But they, Roy Hodgson, right? Very highly rated. They rate him very well. Think about that. You're, you're a centre-back. centre-midfield in the Premier League. In the Premier League. Yeah. And he's like, reading it and playing you, so well. That means you've been doing so well in training that they have to figure out a way to incorporate mm-hmm. you in the first team. I don't agree with you. Robinson's so. faster than Richards, but that's another story. So it's well. Um, I want to bring up uh, another young player that I think is a name that we're all pretty high in, and that's Duncan McGuire. Yeah. For Big dunk. Orlando City. Big dunk. I mean, he absolutely tore it up for Orlando City in his first season. 13 goals, uh, the most goals by a player age 22 or younger in 2023. Um, he's he's a, a special breed of, of striker. He's got a really incredible presence inside the box. His movement um, is fantastic. Is this a guy, Charlie, that you see having a future? With the U.S. men's national team. He's still pretty raw to me, um, given that he's had so much success in, in this season with Orlando City this past season. He He's still pretty raw, and it reminds me a little bit of Daryl D.K. in the way that mm. they were scoring goals. Daryl D.K. did that under Oscar Pereja as well as, as a rookie. Um, when you see a player do this, you, you know that he's capable of, of putting in performances. He's got this athleticism to him, even though he's that big. He's big, uh, big, big guy. Big boy. Has, to, has to get cleaner with his feet. As you get into the international game, it's quicker. To me, though, the, this is the camp. first touch has to be a little bit better. This is the but perfect place for a camp sharpen. like this. This, this is where you get to see ah. what do we really have Listen. of a player this ilk at this level. This, would is, to me, is the perfect Who would you compare him camp. to in England? In England, uh, comparison... Uh, like a Patrick top, Bamford? Is that, is that like a A little bit like Patrick Bamford, but the age a bit. I'll probably say um, Ferguson, uh, Brighton, a little bit. Evan Ferguson? Evan Ferguson, Brighton. Yeah. This, he reminds me of that rawness. I think for me, give me the dice. I'm all in on Dunk, big Dunk. I'm big all dunk. in. And this is the one thing that I find hard a bit. It's the perception of how talent is viewed in America to the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. He's scoring goals. He's young. He's got great potential and ability Give him a chance. I, I will be all in on him. I like the word that you use because that's the same word I describe him. He's raw. But sometimes you need that raw talent to break up this system. Like other teams will not know how to deal with him. That kind of goal he scored there with kicking it over um, like Michael Bradley. Bradley's head and stuff. Yeah. That's a sensational goal. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I don't see a lot of these other MLS players showing that ability. He scores goals in every way. In the box, outside the box, has an eye for a goal. It's down for the coaches and coaching staff to take him to that next level. But I think for me, I'm all in on Big Ben. I, I think for me, the most impressive thing about Duncan McGuire was his ability tra- to transition from the college game to yeah. the pros. Because yeah, you draft. just don't see it. No, no, it was a six, six pick in the, in the super draft. You never see or rarely see a draft pick have that kind of impact on a team. And he was a huge part of Orlando's success this season. They finished second in the Eastern Conference. And, um, you know, I... I think raw is a great word for him, Charlie, yeah. but also the adaptability and the coachability. And I think that under Oscar Pereja, who has a history of developing young talent, I mean, it's, it's pretty exciting to think about what his ceiling could be. Yeah, well, if Oscar Daniel Pereja is another him. college kid from Austin, the defensive midfielder, young. I, there's, there's a number of kids who are coming out of college that can play. It's, yeah. it's just what, what stage are they in? Are they 24, 25? Are they 18, 19? You know, so. Yeah, but then the thing is sometimes I feel that that's a problem that I've seen in American soccer is they hold back talent. And yeah. I can speak in experience as well. When I did my coaching badges down in uh, Bradenton for the B license a few years ago, there was this one kid who was playing. You could see he was 13 years old and he was absolutely sensational. And I'm like, 
why are you not moving him up to 17 to 18? Clearly, he's just destroying these kids. But it's like, oh, no, we've got to wait. And I'm like, well, that's the problem with how you guys work sometimes because the talent is there. Challenge the kid and he'll develop even more so. I understand sometimes you might have to be a bit more protective, but when clearly the talent is there, take him. Oscar Pereira's got the best out of him there, Orlando. So why can your national team managers not be able to get him to play the same way for the national team? Mm-hmm. That's just my opinion. Let me roll the dice. Let's ask Roll the dice. He's rolling the dice on Big Dunt. Um, All right, that roster drops tomorrow.